Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. December is the 12th month of the year. This is the fact off. They say our love can't pay the facts, but we pay them anyway. Fact. Facts. This is the fact off. Fact off. <laughs> this is the fact off. Dun, 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 I need to dun, pay somebody dun, a lot of dun, money dun, to make dun, us a theme song. Like right, right now, right away, stack. <laughs> I can't bear any more of these. These are great. People are loving them. Mostly me, because I like doing them. So welcome to The Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each share a random and obscure fact and leave it up to you, the listener, to decide the winner. I'm your host, Alex, and it's with me as always, Mike the Tyke. I love how when you say, I'm Alex, and you do like a slam on the table with your elbow. It was great. Yeah, because I have to put my phone down so I don't have to read it. Once I say this is Alex, I'm all off script. So wait, you have to read the part where you say your own name? <laughs> yeah, I forget. It, this is uh, Chex Notes, Alex. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as with me, the person that was just talking is Pat the Cat. Thank you, everyone. This is Pat the Cat coming at you on the Fact Off. This whole show is scripted. Alex is reading it all off his phone. <laughs> nah, if it was scripted, it would be a lot better than it is. I'd hope so, but probably yeah. not. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a weekly podcast where we each bring a fact about the uh, category of the week. This week was history. Yeah. Uh, so we each have a fact about history. Like, history is stuff that has happened in the past. Speaking of history, did everyone have a good uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was good. I had some turkey and some other food. And I barely liked the football games that had happened. Oh, those football games were the best. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe the Lions lost again. God. I thought they won. You must have fell asleep. You must have had like a turkey coma. <laughs> he definitely lost that one big time. And my Thanksgiving tradition of not paying attention to any of the football games. That is true. Like they would have it when we were growing up, they would have it in the room. And Pat would just t- turn his chair around, face the other way and put his hands over the ears and just sit there. Like I'm not yep. paying attention. Yeah, so I, I don't know what I'm going to do, though. I mean, I don't know what it... I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, full disclosure. I was talking about Thanksgiving not happening, hurry. <laughs> full disclosure. Mike, we, we, were, reco- we were doing such a good job. We're recording this early because I am going on vacation. And we were trying to act like it, but we, we didn't do it. We're recording early. We're not recording after Thanksgiving. No, no, um, let's keep up the ruse. Let's keep up the ruse. No. So in case we don't know who won last week's episode, in case one of us won, we all bought a fic- victory fact and would have spliced it in. Pat? Here's the thing, though. I am recording after Thanksgiving. Did you have an early Thanksgiving? Do you, do you uh, anti-meatists like, have a different Thanksgiving day than us? <laughs> Meatist. Uh, no, vegans also eat on Thanksgiving. And I just asked you guys, and you, I'm glad you did, you just pause for me to talk, and then you just input my recording later. So this is me... The following Monday, recording after Thanksgiving. That was a stupid point, Pat. That's right. We just <laughs> make thanks, some. Thanks for your feedback. <laughs> All right, here's my victory fact because I certainly won last week. Uh, did you know that? Uh, what? Okay, I'll give you a question. Question fact: What band has the most number one albums in one calendar year? I would have to say the Beatles. So the Beatles, three different years, the Beatles had three number one albums that year. But, and that was in the years 64, 65, and 66. But in 1967, 
the monkeys had four <gasps> number one albums. Here we come. Walking down the street. Doing the fact off. To everyone we meet. Hey, hey, the fact off. So I guess that TV show was very popular. So what came first, the TV show or the the hit single? The TV show. Okay. Simultaneous. You know, it was like when they released that album from the cast of Lost. Like it was the same time. (laughs) I don't think they had an album from Lost. What? Even though that one guy... uh, um, was in a rock band that crash landed there. Oh yeah. oh yeah, what was the song they sang? Come on, hey everybody! <laughs> I'm gonna look it up for next week after. Okay, Pat. Since you won, who do you want to go first? I think Mike should go first. Okay, Mike. What is your victory fact? I was the winner. Everybody spat on me before the fact, but. You know, after I delivered my fact, I was obviously the winner. Um, anyways, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike got started to go. No, don't do that. Mesophilioma or whatever they call that. Um, <laughs> mesophilioma. That's the the fear of uh, weird, strange noises. I think. I don't. Don't. It's, I don't think that is. Don't right? quote. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> my, I already wrote it down. Fa- my a- quick fact. My victory fact is. The domestic donkey is called an ass or donkey, but wild asses are rarely called donkeys. So don't you ever call a wild ass a donkey. That's just uncouth. Okay. Society looks down on those. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Wild asses, though. Just funny to say. (laughs) Are there wild asses? (laughs) Mine on a Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, you were, uh, I don't know how you pulled this one out. The cornucopia, the winner of them all. What's your victory fact from last week? One of plenty of votes in my favor. (laughs) (laughs) No, as everybody knows, bats are mammals. But did you know that bats are the only mammals that can actually fly? Suck it, Pat. Can't fly. Uh, Humans can fly. We have giant airplanes that fly all around. (laughs) Wow, you didn't think of that one. (laughs) Yeah, but. Yeah. No, but they can actually fly. They don't need a plane. And a runaway, or that's not what you said. What about flying squirrels? Um, we forgot they about don't those. They fly though. Well, that they mean glide. close enough. No, they're falling with style. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's from Toy Story. And I pick Mike to go first this week. All right, are you guys ready to get going? Yeah. Are you? You have you guys ever been struck with like an uncontrollable urge to do something? A boner. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Like the time you just like had to get Taco Bell at one o'clock in the morning. You waited in line for a whole hour, and then the food was all screwed up. Your order was all screwed up, and you had to eat like cold tacos. But you had to do it. If I'm you at, had to go get. If that I'm taco. at Taco Bell at one o'clock in the morning, I don't think it matters how cold or warm the food <laughs> is. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> you never been out like so- sober and wanted some some something to eat. <laughs> It'll stop me right there. He's never been out sober. I don't even stay up that late when I'm drunk. I like my sleep. All right. Alex, don't derail the story. Mike, yes, we've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not derailing the story at all. I got to, we got to dig down deep into your Taco Bell cravings. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Once they took away the Mexican pizza, that's been kind of out on Taco Bell. I've been out on Taco Bell ever since they took away the breakfast. Like, only two locations in our area have breakfast now. 
Like all the locations used to have them, now only two, and it's slowly going away. Yeah. Remember when I got rid of that pork soul sandwich? He didn't even call it correctly. <laughs> I don't I, know what it's called. You <laughs> don't know what it's called. It's you're besmirching the name of the pork and slaw sandwich. All right, pork and slaw. <laughs> yes, the, the King's Hawaiian pork and slaw sandwich. So my story takes place in July of fifteen eighteen in the city <laughs> the of. The year Stra- I was born. No. It's not the year you're born, unless you're uh, Methuselah. You yeah, I am Methuselah from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even pronounce your own name. I've been around forever. <laughs> yeah. So this takes place in the city of Strasbourg. I think Strasbourg, if you, is now in France, but like back then, France didn't exist. Holy Roman Empire times. Were they Gaul? I don't know. It just says Holy Roman Empire, Strasbourg. Um, I didn't dig deep. We'll we'll have to get a map printed out here. Let me run up to my printer real quick and go get it. Um. <laughs> you can't see this at home. Mike just mimed running, and you wouldn't. You'd be surprised if Mike ever ran in his life by what he just mimed. <laughs> I didn't print out anything. We're just going to get on to the rest of the fact. So, a strange, unexplained <laughs> phenomenon happened. A local woman, Frau Truffaut, stepped out into the street one day and began to twist, twirl, and shake. Ooh. Now, she didn't Wait, have... Wait, did she shake it up, baby? <laughs> no, did she, she have the heebie-jeebies? She didn't have the heebie-jeebies or any of that stuff. No. And there was no music playing, so no explanation for what she was doing. I, I don't know what you, why you would be twisting and twirling and shaking. There's no, there's no reason to, really. I can't think of one. Can you guys? Yeah, the, the music in my heart. Well, at the time, Elvis didn't even exist yet, so that's the only thing you could ever twist and twirl and shake to. Right? Do you not learn anything from Trolls 2? Trolls World Tour? No. The music's in the us. Wait, are we music? <laughs> yep. Well, Alex, you kind of uncovered a little bit of this uh, tale. <laughs> it's about to- trolls? <laughs> no, it's not about trolls, too. It's about the music being in us. But not. there's no music at all. Well, there, there is later on in the story. But at this point Spoiler in time, alert. there's no music. Just picture a lady convulsively dancing in the, in the streets. So she continued to dance in the street until she was just exhausted. She fell over. She her heels were bleeding. It was it was just a rough a rough look. And then she took a little bit to compose herself. And then she went right back out and started dancing again. And this continued on for close to a week. They say some say four days, some say seven. Um, historians kind of you know, debate this fact, but she just danced for almost a whole week. And obviously if you were the person who ran the city, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know their names. I didn't write it down. I don't think it Was gave it the Burger Meister Meister Burger. Yeah. What's a good name for somebody who'd run Strasburg? I don't know. Uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go with that. I guess Burger Burger Meister Burger was kind of <laughs> worried that this lady was just acting a fool in the street. He's kind of like, we we got to get this lady out of here. She's freaking out the rest of the townsfolk. 
Is he the dad from Footloose? <laughs> yes, it, they, it was a very religious time, so yeah, I could see people being very... It's always a religious time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so they took uh, Frau... Did I say her name was Frau? Trudeau yeah. or something? Yeah. So they took Frau Trudeau, put her into like a cart, and wheeled her out of town 30 miles away to like a another city to kind of like recover. Like they, they don't want this dancing business in their town. But it was too late. What? Yeah, too late. Not not too late for her. Frau, she recovered. She stopped dancing. But 30 oh. other people got the jitterbug. Got the bug. Ooh. Was it like a gas leak or something? <laughs> no, no. It, not not really. It, actually, it's kind of unexplained. It's kind of an unexplained thing event. But 30 other people... Started to go out and join her. They just started convulsing in the streets, dancing, twisting, and doing their thing. And you know how laughter is contagious? Like, it just kept growing from there. And growing and growing for months. So And dancing, said, <laughs> and dancing, and dancing. Yeah, people were just dancing. Like this started, Did they stop, like, to sleep and eat? No, people... They said there was over 400, like, people who were either, like died or like were severely injured of like heart attacks or broken bones or you know that sort of thing so this grew it was, it was just became like a huge phenomenon in the city and it got to a point where like people were debating on like what is causing this like they're like some local physicians were like well they're dancing because they have hot blood and they need to dance Till the hot blood cools down. Hot blood, it. That's actually what that song's about. Actually, it's not. Um, so <laughs> the city people who ran the city decided, hey, let's kind of like enable this a little bit. So they built a stage for the townsfolk <laughs> to dance on and around. We got to monetize this somehow. <laughs> They brought in musicians to kind of play with them because, you know, it probably got terrible looking at these people just dancing in the street with street without music, right? You got to have some sort of music if people are dancing for months at a time. So they called in musicians and they actually called in like professional dancers, maybe to teach them or to like coax. I think I read they, they brought the professional dancers in to coax them to continue to dance because they wanted to get them, you know, get the hot blood out of them. Oh. Makes sense. You don't want hot blood. I like my blood, like, lukewarm. It all kind of came to a head. I guess the city, you know, became tired of this. Like, it eventually, you know, after three months of this, people dying or collapsing, <laughs> you're going to probably want to get, you know, tamp this down a little bit. So... Cooler heads prevailed, and and cooler blood. That yeah, the cooler blood definitely a thing. No, that that was not the case in this. <laughs> Mike shuts down all your facts now. Yeah. So yeah, it lasted all the way to to September, early September, and that's when basically the city started shipping people out and like getting people to stop dancing. So. This is actually a well-documented historical event. Um, it's known as the Dancing Plague of 1518. <laughs> and surprisingly enough, I looked this up. There's is it the actually... Boogaloo flu? <laughs> <laughs> Vakinonoma. 
<laughs> rocket pneumonia. Boogie woogie. There's actually quite a few of these happened like through like the history. So like the 1300s, there was one that took place a um, l- little bit long. Like I think 1400s, there was another one that took place in another city. So this is not like a one-off event. And there's like plenty of theories that like people have. Like, I, I, well, what theory would you have that would possibly explain this phenomenon? Like a parasite or something. Yeah, you're kind of. Yeah, did they have like okay squirrels in their pants? <laughs> they had squ- yes, it was. They had a bunch of like uh, ants in the pants. Chiggers, ants. chiggers in their pants. No, theories range from like uh, rye flower contaminated fungal disease. So like maybe the fun- fungus and their like what's causing them to hallucinate. More like fungus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one. And uh, <laughs> some say there was like a religious cult that like was trying to please God. Um, I think the most accepted theory that I found is by historian John Waller. He thinks okay. it was a mass psychogenic <laughs> disorder. So like people, I guess, uh, were very stressed out at the time from like... Um, smallpox, syphilis, fam- like famines in the town. And it was a time when like everybody was very like religious and I know I said this earlier but like very su- superstitious. So one person was doing this and I think a lot of other people were kind of thinking that it was like a religious thing or you know, it it just something contagious that people join in on and it's unexplainable but it just grows and grows and grows like <laughs> So, like, you just walk up and see people dancing. Like, hey, what are you dancing here for? I don't know, man. They're dancing. Okay, cool. And then no one knows why they started. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a weird... I've just never heard of this before. It's just so unexplainable. But it has to be a psychological disorder of some sort. Like, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I have no other way of explaining it. Um, somebody... I did read there was another one that happened. There was, like, a, a laughter epidemic in one city. So... This is not like unheard of. That's when people when listen listening to, to our podcast. Off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, "Oh, how do I turn this off? I don't, I can't find the dial. I, I, oh, it's not the radio." Um, but actually, this <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's, that's what, what they, they say. Do. Yeah, <laughs> this phenomenon still happens today, though, guys. Hmm. Wait, is that why Alex keeps dancing? No, that's why. That's where TikTok came from, like. That's why everybody's dancing on TikTok is they have the dancing plague. The modern dancing plague is TikTok. Can we TikTok sidebar real fast? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Does, does anybody's wife like TikTok? Because that's pretty much, I just like hear Christy watching TikToks all the time. And my favorite thing to do is go, what is that sound bite from? To which Christy always goes, I have no idea. But I would just I just want people to like explain to me where all these sound things come from. No, we have a Thou Show Not TikTok in my house, so. That's actually a smart smart idea. <laughs> There's a lot of good people yeah. to find on there, but it's also a time sink. My fact is called The Dancing Plague of 1518. Yeah, I wrote it hey. down. I knew you have it. You want me to go next, Pat? My, mine's not that long. That's what he said. Alex just okay. did say that. He, <laughs> he, he did. Literally <laughs> he did just said it's not that long. His is not that long, he said. Well, I want to say a word to you. And what do you think? Tomato. Red. Tomato. Most people say fruit or vegetable. You guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't say. 
That's like a dumb argument anyway. Like fruit or vegetable? Oh, what is it? Oh my gosh, it's it's obviously a vegetable. You eat it with vegetables. That doesn't yeah. mean it's a vegetable. I know. What? I don't think it's a fruit either, though. Well, it does it. So what is a tomato? What do we classify it as? It's red. Yeah. We're going to go all the way back to the year of 1883. A young young president by the name of Chester A. Arthur signed a Tariff Act of March 3rd, 1883, which added a 10% tariff on all vegetables arriving in the U.S., John Nix and company, him and John Nix and his four sons, they would ship vegetables in from the Caribbean. They were like one of the biggest uh, fruit and vegetables providers in New York. And they would ship, they were like one of the first people to actually ship food from other places because usually it was just more localized, but they would get vegetables from the Caribbean, from Florida and all. So they started getting taxed on tomatoes. And John Nix is like, what the hell, man? Tomatoes are technically a fruit. And genetically, they are. They are a fruit. But, so he was like, why am I paying taxes on this? So he sued Edward L. Hedden, the collector at the Port of New York, for back taxes taken. He's like, hey, you charged me on these tomatoes. They're a fruit. And they're like, hey, no, they're a vegetable. You're always going to win when you sue against taxes. That's the moral of the story. So who's the one group of people that you know that can decide whether something's a fruit or a vegetable? The Supreme Court. Women. The Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, beloved chief, uh, beloved chief justices or justices, whoever supreme. I don't know what they do. Nacho Supreme. Burrito Supreme. Yeah. So they heard this case. They're like, hmm, what is a tomato? Is it a fruit or a vegetable? And the Supreme Court declared, oh. fruit as the seed of a plant or the part that contains the seed. But because tomatoes are eaten with main course instead of dessert, which was fruit eat, eaten at the time, tomatoes shall be classified as a vegetable. That's Mike's classification. Exactly. I That's am what a they vegetable. <laughs> Wait, are you a Supreme Court justice? No. Yeah. So genetically, yes, they are a fruit, but to the U.S. government and later like the U.N., they are a vegetable. Also in this court case, they decided, hey, cucumbers, vegetables, squash, vegetables, peas, vegetables, beans, vegetables. Beans are technically a seed, but most people think of them as a vegetable. So they decided all in that case that these will all be considered vegetables and not fruit, which or a seed, which they technically are. <laughs> From the groundbreaking case, vegetable versus fruit? Uh, the case is Nix versus Hayden. You can read it online. But mine... I'm not going to do that. My fact is called, you say tomato, I say vegetable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I just thought... so happy. <laughs> no, I was kicking about ideas. I just thought it was like interesting that it's just like, of course, it all comes back to money when we decide what stuff is. You know, like, I don't want to pay taxes on something. Classic Americans don't want to pay taxes. Even back then, business owners don't want to pay taxes. Yeah, how, yeah, how, how else taxes? can we get around these taxes? <laughs> what else can we qu- classify differently? People were hating on taxes in the Bible. That's how, yeah. <laughs> that's how serious our hatred of taxes are. Yep. yep, so that's my fact. Told you it was short.
All right, my turn. No, well then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving Monday <laughs> or Tuesday. I don't know when this comes out. All right, so it's my facts. Tell me if you've ever heard of a confederado. Every day of my life. Have you, Mike, ever heard of a confederado? Uh, sounds like a spicy meatball. I was thinking of it sounded something like something else. Okay, that's good. Just makes for a good podcast. <laughs> it sounds like something. All right, go ahead. All right, so you've heard of a confederate, right? Yes. So say you're one of the you're a confederate and you're pretty upset you lost the war, the civil war, and you want to keep the confederacy alive. Well, there was a uh, Brazilian emperor, Dom Pedro II, who Sounds really fake. wanted to what? <laughs> Sounds like fake. All right, well, I don't know. This Isn't is the story. Pedro like an alcohol brand? Maybe. He was an emperor in Brazil. Well, who is it? You Google it while I'm talking, and then never interrupt me again. All right, so he wanted to um, build up his uh, country, Brazil. So he saw this as an opportunity um, to lure down some American, like, you know, farmers, agriculturalists, and, like, take our, like, systems and move it to Brazil. So after the South lost the Civil War, he uh, got around... No one knows the exact number, but it's estimates between 10,000 and like 40,000 uh, Confederates to leave the United States and move down to South America to Brazil. And they started a little town called Americana. No one's ever heard of this? I think I have. I think I have. Basically, they, after the war, they, a bunch of um, Confederate people went down to South America to continue their dream of being racist. Yeah, so guess what the, like the big, uh, he lured them there with cheap land, he lured them there with uh, low taxes. And, and slavery? Slavery. They were still able to have slaves. Nothing says Americano. So Americano coffee is is racist, I guess. That's Americano. Oh. Americano racist. This is Americana. Side note is, I think Americanos are my favorite type of coffee. Really? Yeah, it's coffee. Is it because like a, you're racist? And how? Um, <laughs> no. Um, no, you said Americana is racist. Americano is no racist. Yeah. That's how you tell the difference. One is a coffee. One's a racist group of people that live in a town. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what's uh, interesting. So um, they had a hard time... Um, you know, building, like, taking a lot of crops down. There was only really, like, uh, very few successful Confederates that moved down there. And um, so Americana was, like, the big success story, the area. Um, and for, like, a few generations, they, they stuck to their racist roots and only, like, married other white people. However, after a while, they assimilated and started, you know, intermarrying with Brazilians. And then soon, like, the population rose to, like, 200,000. And essentially... You know, everybody's just Brazilian now. Um, but what started a few uh, years ago, I forget, I think maybe like 15, 20 years ago, is uh, something called Festa Confederada, which is a festival celebrating the Confederate South in Brazil. And you go down and there, everyone has uh, Confederate flags and they dress up like 
antebellum style stuff and they have a parade and it's just like this town in south america that celebrates the confederates so why does south america always let in all these nuts like groups of people like didn't they also let in the nazis back when they fleed the when they fleed germany that's not part of my fact so i don't know i think they did but according to red notice uh, there was a little Nazi stuff going on. Yeah, that's always the rumor that Hitler this and went to South America. Yeah, um, it's the place to go. It's like the weather's supposed to be nice. Anything goes. Uh, two things. One, I assume, I assume like a lot of the people that were able like to flee and all were people that came from like money. Like the yeah. Not, like the, so like it was like they're bringing down money, so they didn't care. And two, that sounds like the festival I wanted to go to the least out of every festival ever. Apparently, it's starting to gain some traction. There's a lot of people from, like, the United States now traveling down to celebrate. Yeah, I'm good. Believe it or not. Would you rather go to the Americano Festival or the Confederata Festival? (laughs) Well, it's the festival celebrating the coffee. I'm in. (laughs) But the Confederacy, just let the Confederacy die. Like, you seceded from the country, you got your ass kicked, and move on. Yeah, so that is my fact. It's all about the Confederados and how they traveled down in defeat to Brazil, and they still celebrate their tradition of being racist slave owners down in Brazil. Yeah, what's the name of your fact? Confederados. Confederados. Why don't you come to your senses? The South got their ass kicked, and we got rid of slavery. Well, probably, you know, it's debatable. No. Debatable? What part, what part is debatable? They did abolish slavery in the United States. We did, but everything afterwards. And been. then Jim Crow, and yeah. Yeah, there's a long history. So you get to vote this week on the Dancing Plague of 1518, the Confederado. Or you say tomato, I say vegetable. So the joke I should have made, Alex, was would you rather go to the Confederado uh, thing or the Dancing Plague of 1518? <laughs> I would go to Dancing Plague. Yeah, as long as it's not contagious. Is it my is my time to roll the dice? Yeah, well, what's it going to be? Us or them? What's it going to be? All right, get some guesses in here. Ready? My guess is a two. Mike? Uh, six. Oh, you're both wrong. The answer is five. People. People. I can't wait to hear about people. There's so many people. I can't wait to hear about the people. I love our uh, vague facts. I can't wait. I'm bringing in Lincoln. I I think every single fact should be from here on out about Lincoln. So, All right. There's a lot of facts about him. Apparently, he was a good wrestler. Oh, okay. That was my fact. You just ruined it. Thanks. (laughs) You're know, the good or, uh, speaker, too. I also heard he chopped down an apple tree. I thought it was a cherry tree. Oh. That was Washington, right? Dang it. No, he, Lincoln was the apple tree. Washington was the cherry tree. People get that confused. So if you want to be a good president, do you just need to chop down? I call dibs an orange. That, that, oh, one, that one was Trump. He chopped down a big orange tree. That's where he gets yeah. the orange complexion. Ah, <laughs> burn his ass. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the Fact Off. Yeah. So go ahead and vote at factoffpodcast.com and check us out 
on check us out on all the socials on Instagram, check Twitter, us out. Facebook. We're not on TikTok. Oh man! Wait, was that Mike trying to get in on the singing? Mike, are you gonna start singing? No, I'm not. I refuse. <laughs> and uh, if you are Apple user, go wait and review us on iTunes. Five star reviews or more. Again, if you want to give us more, please go to the Apple's headquarters and demand that they give us more than five stars. Or we will all move to Brazil. I don't want to. All my stuff's here. We have fest. We could have a festa factofa. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if we'd like the, the Brazil area. Well, I don't know if we would like the Brazil. I think Brazil sounds like a great country, and if we have any listeners in Brazil, please vote for Confederado. Goodbye. <laughs>